Hi. Welcome to another episode of Uncommon Knowledge. I'm Jennifer, and this week, <laughs> I have a soapbox issue. I feel like I've been, um, as a friend of mine calls me Spicy Jen in several episodes recently, and I've been avoiding talking about this subject a little bit just because, I mean, it's everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. But something happened recently that I, I just, I just can't, I just can't not talk about. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about COVID. It's on everybody's mind. But what I'm going to talk about is just something I overheard. And I think it's this mindset that just set me off. Everybody is entitled to their opinions. You have a right to have an opinion. I think it crosses a line when your opinion or your stance on something, your behaviors, hurt other people. Like, physically hurt other people hurting other people's feelings I, I really don't <laughs> it's not that I don't care about hurting other people's feelings but I don't I don't think it's you know that you should change your behaviors because you might hurt somebody's feelings feelings can get hurt that's that's going to happen when your choices physically impact somebody's life then I think there's an issue there you know to be to be had or to be considered so my son um, in addition to all the other things he does is exploring playing hockey. So this past weekend, I took him to a hockey class. And while he was out having a great time, I sat and read a book <laughs> because I'm a nerd. And I had I have lots and lots of books that I want to read right now. So I'm sitting reading this book in kind of the stands, kind of segmented off by myself, trying to stay, you know, six feet from people, wearing a mask, just kind of hanging out by myself, trying to keep to myself and give people space, especially since there are a bunch of parents with small children there. Now, I know that I am being careful. I am still going out to restaurants on occasion. Um, I go pick up food or I go to the grocery store. So I am still kind of intermingling with the public. I'm not engaging in um, dangerous activities. You know, I'm not going out to large packed places with no mask, uh, with a bunch of strangers. So I'm doing my part. I happen to overhear this mom, She as she comes in, she comes in with two small children and she obviously knows the parents sitting next to me. So they're talking and catching up with each other. So I, I overhear there the two of the, the two moms talking, and the first mom that had been sitting there asked the question, "Well, oh, I see you're doing this by yourself. Where's your husband?" She says, "Well, he's self quarantining," and she goes, "Oh, is is he okay? Is he, did he test positive?" She goes, "No, he played golf the previous weekend with a friend, and that person tested positive. They'd um, tested the day, you know, two days before playing golf, but didn't find out until Monday, the day after playing golf, that, that they tested positive. So I told my husband to quarantine himself in the bedroom, but not to go get tested because if he goes and gets tested and it turns out he's positive, I have to pull kids out of school and can't go into work. And I don't have time for that. So I just told him not to get tested, but just to quarantine himself. <laughs> and I couldn't help it over here because they're talking pretty loudly and it's a metal, basically metal rooms, all echoey. But it took everything in me, honestly, not, not to, to say something, not to get up and go over there and say something. Like the best I could do was to get up and, and move further away <laughs> because, um, oh my God, this woman is just talking about this like it's, like it's normal. <laughs> like we're not in the middle of this pandemic and Honestly, no matter what you think about the virus, whether you think it's real or not, um, or whether you think, you know, the news and everything is making a bigger deal out of it than not, whether whatever your opinion is on masks, wearing or not wearing them, the thing that got me with this woman's comment is 
her husband had been exposed to somebody who tested positive and she knowingly told him not to go get tested. You know, and that's fine if the man never actually has it. But since there are so many cases of people having asymptomatic incidents of it, like they get it and show no symptoms of it, he could possibly quarantine himself for two weeks, not have any symptoms, but actually have the virus. Okay, so could have potentially exposed them to the virus Sunday when he got home, Monday before he decided to really quarantine, any of that. He he could have exposed people to it. And so now what if somebody he gave it to, somebody that he came in contact with Sunday after leaving the golf thing, what if they got it? And what if they had really bad symptoms? What if they ended up in the hospital? And now they have no idea where they got it from because he's not going to go and get tested and do contract tracing. What about if he does get it, does have symptoms? So he's seen his children. Oh God, that's right. I forgot about that. What if his, he doesn't have symptoms, but his kids get it and maybe they don't have symptoms. So they continue to go to school every day, shedding little viruses that are active, touching surfaces that their friends and, and teachers and staff members are touching. And what if one of those people gets sick? And maybe, maybe they are asymptomatic as well. So now they go home and they have an elderly parent and that elderly parent gets it and they end up in the hospital and they die. I know that sounds worst case scenario and I'm being very fatalistic, but give me a break. You don't have time for this. How selfish do you have to be in order to say something like that. I don't care if you don't think the virus is real and I don't care what your stance is on masks and stuff like that. Now, ironically, the woman's wearing a mask because you can't go any place in the state of Texas without one, but I don't care if you don't think it's real or you don't feel, think that you would be impacted by it or you exist entirely in age groups that aren't having the worst death rates. I don't care if you don't know somebody who's in the category that is in the worst death rate. You know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And even if you don't, there's a stranger in your life. There's somebody you passed in the hallway. There's somebody that touched the surface after you. It's somebody that is sitting 12 feet from you in a hockey arena who might have people in their lives. They just seriously, how selfish did this person have to be? And then to talk about it so cavalierly, like it didn't matter. This woman probably drives without wearing a seatbelt too. I don't know. Now I'm I'm curious. Now I want to know, like, does she get her car inspected? I mean, because in the state of Texas, you have to have a safety inspection every year after the first two years of a car's life. You have to have a safety inspection done. Do you not go get those because, you know, everything seems to be running fine? No, you go get it because that way, and actually, weirdly, the state makes you do it so that you can get your new registration. So do you just live, like, below the radar? You don't go get your safety inspection so you don't get your car registered. So you're just hoping that every time you drive, you don't get seen by a cop and pulled over or the cop doesn't, you don't commit some other crime or violation or something that encourages, you know, forces a police officer to pull you over. Like I'm starting now to wonder like what other areas in this woman's life does she live so cavalierly? Like just what else does she do? She speeds. She doesn't stop at stop signs. <laughs> She probably doesn't wash her hands when leaving the bathroom. Like I literally spent like the rest of that hockey session 
thinking about all the ways that this woman probably violates these codes of ethics of things where people say, hey, I, I would, you know, it's, it's good for society for you to do this. I don't know. She's probably licking forks and putting them back in the, in the basket. I don't know, but it made me start thinking of all of these gross things and just blatant disregard for other people. Again, I don't care if she doesn't think it's real. I don't care if she doesn't think that um, her family's in danger, it poses any real danger. Maybe she thinks it's real, but not posing any real danger. But, <laughs> oh my God. Like, and on some level, I'm glad she actually said something because then it kept me away from her and I wasn't, I made sure to give her extra bubble of space. And I'm not a germaphobe. I mean, I wash my hands and I do that kind of stuff and I use, you know, sanitizer when I go into places that are frequently touched and that kind of stuff. I certainly do now. I wear a mask now, but I'm not a germaphobe. I mean, heaven forbid, like when my kid had a pacifier, if it fell out and it fell on the ground, I just picked it up, wiped it off, maybe like swished it around, but I gave it back to him because I'm not afraid of germs and we need an exposure to germs, but come on, lady. So I'm glad she says it out loud because now I know who to avoid. And I swear if I ever see her again, I'm going to think twice. I hope to God I never see her at my grocery store. <laughs> but does anybody else feel that way? I mean, does anybody else see that as this violation of caring for your fellow, your fellow person, your fellow human being? Does anybody else see that as selfish? I mean, I literally just felt that was such a selfish thing. You don't have time. For your kids to be quarantined? You don't have time for you to not have to go into the office? You don't have time for that? Do you have time to be sick? Do you have time to deal with death? Do you have time to care about your neighbors? And I don't know, like your coworkers? Like, I almost wanted to find out who this woman was and where she worked so I could tell her coworkers what a selfish person she was and that they probably needed to like spray her down with Lysol every time they saw her. <laughs> Does anybody else feel this way? Is it just me? Is it just my soapbox? You don't have time. Like anyway, that has just stuck with me all week. I've just thought about all the things that I do that I could probably say I don't have time for, but are like nice things I do for the consideration of others, right? I stop at stop signs. I wear my seatbelt. I get my car inspected. <laughs> I try not to speed. I can't say that I don't speed. I, I try not to speed. Um, I recognize there's a lot of things that I do that I recognize where I'm not the only human in this <laughs> place. And I'm not the only person who has an agenda or things that they need to get done, a to-do list or, you know, goals for themselves. And anyway, <laughs> feel free to let me know if I'm alone in this or if you're with me on this. Um, as always, go check out my Facebook page. I'd love it if you did. Go give it a like. Go give it a follow. It's the Uncommon Knowledge uh, podcast page. You should find it by you can find it by searching there for Facebook pages. You can follow it. Give it a like. You can send me a message. Anyway, I hope you guys are well, and I hope that whatever your stance is on this virus, you're doing the things to keep yourself safe to minimize your risk, um, and you're doing things to be mindful and and helpful to others. Until next episode, be well.